Hi, I'm Tracy Koga, and thanks for downloading this podcast from ilikehugh.com. If you can, give us a follow or subscribe. And remember that all the information about the guests in today's episode can be found at ilikehugh.com. Now, let's get started. Hello, everyone. Happy New Year, and welcome to Hugh at Home. Coming up this spring, March 7th, there will be the third annual Made to Grow conference held at the Manitoba Club. I will be sitting down with their co-founders for Made to Grow, Nancy Dudium and Sherry Sobey. Not only are these two dynamic women creating an amazing community for women entrepreneurs, they are also very successful businesswomen themselves. As well, I will sit down with the talented singer-songwriter Tamara Grace. But first, let's hear more from Nancy Dudium and Sherry Sobey as they tell us more about Made to Grow 2022. 2022 is going to be, I think, a very, very exciting year for women, especially entrepreneurs. And so I want to introduce all of you to two amazing women, Nancy and Sherry. You are the co-founders of Made to Grow. And let's not keep this a secret anymore because there are so many women out there that I really think uh, need the support, uh, need your friendship and mentorship, and not only from yourselves, but the group that you have, gr- that you have grown, I guess over the last few years. So welcome to Hewitt Home. Uh, Let's start maybe with you, Nancy, on Made to Grow. What is it all about? Thanks so much for having us. We're super excited to be here and to be able to chat about what Made to Grow is all about. So um, I'm Nancy Dudium. I am uh, the co-founder of Made to Grow Project, and I'm also a makeup artist by trade. Um, And so when I became an entrepreneur, I found that when I was switching businesses, I it was super difficult to find a mentorship program. You could find all of these places where you could go um, that were government funded or uh, run by banks, but you would go in and you couldn't find somebody that actually understood what the entrepreneurial journey was all about. So um, we just happened to meet Sherry and I, she uh, reached out to me to speak on clean beauty (laughs) for her own personal business. And, uh, and we ended up having this, this mutual passion of really wanting to help entrepreneurs skip all of the steps and the hurdles that we had to endure building our own businesses. And so we, uh, we decided that we wanted to initially just have a little, it was going to be a little event is what we kept talking about. And that little event turned into a membership program. And that membership program has ended up being this amazing entrepreneurial community where we come together and we just help to support one another grow in business. And it's been extraordinary. (laughs) And Sherry, yourself, you have been in business for many, many years. What have you seen, I guess, on the local scene as far as women getting into business, being their own boss, and how Made to Grow has really made an impact? Yeah, wow. The last couple of years, especially, um, I think more and more women actually are during this pandemic have been kind of forced to find a different outlet. Uh, You know, perhaps they're having to be home now, homeschooling. And so they're really looking towards their passions at this point. And uh, I mean, small businesses right now are struggling for sure. This the last two years have been really trying. And uh, like you said, I've been in business for, I'm going into my 10th year now with Generation Green and Acorn Cafe. And it has definitely been uh, a time where we've had to do a lot of 
I don't even want to say pivoting. I like your word, uh, Tracy, of pirouetting. <laughs> We've been doing a lot of that. Um, and like Nancy said, I think the only way that we are really getting through this is with supports. And so the supports of community are so, so important because we are your peers. We are walking the walk. We know what is it, what directions you might need to take, how we can help somebody else. Um, you know, there are resources, of course, that you can also search out, but there is nothing better than talking to somebody that gets it, that knows how lonely it is, how struggling it can be. And uh, that's what we're all about. We're all, we're here just to help however we possibly can. You know, we're all kind of business is business. Um, we all make structure our businesses differently, but in the end, it is all the same. Uh, we may walk different paths to get to our, our goal. And that's where we talk a lot about too, about uh, discovering your strengths and what your passion is and why you're doing what you're doing. And, and we want to encourage everybody to follow that. Oh, okay. So 2022, there's going to be a big event on March 7th. So Nancy, fill us in on what this conference is going to be and I guess what women can expect. Awesome. We are so excited. Uh, we always said, say that we totally chase. Um, we're like just trying to keep up with what this community is all about. You know, it's sort of taken off and we're so blessed to be able to lead it. But sometimes we're, we feel like we're, we're sort of living in a twilight zone here a little bit. Um, but the event is our third, third annual event. It's going to be held at Manitoba Club, which is amazing because it used to actually be a gentleman's club. So it's super interesting that we're able to go there and, and be a female event being uh, run in this beautiful historic building. So that's super incredible. But what the event is all about is we have um, six different experts that are going to be speaking on their topics and their journeys in their business. Um, incredible speakers that we have on board. And they, they run from... Um, we actually have somebody that runs a candle company. Um, all of the speakers are going to be are, are actually on Instagram and on our website as well. So you can definitely look into that a little bit further. Um, and then it goes right down to people that have just simply been running a business and they it, they followed a passion and it turned into something absolutely incredible. And just learning about their journey is so beneficial to us. And the other things that we actually, what makes us different with our entrepreneurial event is that you actually walk away with tactile steps to actually grow your business. So it's not just about being influenced by other experts that are entrepreneurs, but it's also walking away with things that you can do to build your own business, build your own confidence, because 99% of running your own business is the confidence and believing that you're able to do so. Then we also have um, this beautiful gift box that's going to be um, a part of the event. We did uh, that last year as well, and it was huge. We had to go virtual last year. And what's in the box is actually going to be beneficial to what's happening at the event as well. So we have everything curated just beautifully by local entrepreneurs as well. And, uh, and everybody gets to have this beautiful gift box too. So really beautiful ways of us incorporating the whole shebang, not only <laughs> virtually, but in person, however you're able to attend the event. Oh, that's fabulous. And I guess, Sherry, yes, last year it was virtual. This year, fingers crossed, it can be in person or at least a hybrid. Because I really feel that people do need a connection, correct? You need that Absolutely. in person. Yeah, you know, we're still riding the, the, the high, if you will, from our very first event. I mean, so many people keep referencing referencing to that moment, um, you know, where they built those relationships that they're, that are still 
intact and they're collaborating and that just is what warms our hearts like we love seeing those relationships because that's probably the biggest thing in business is the connections you make and yes going virtual last year kind of opened us up to expand our reach though mm-hmm. so we want to maintain that you know for people that are maybe outside the province or outside the city of winnipeg uh, or that you know just can't attend for whatever reason so having both options is really beneficial for everybody i think Almost, most definite. Uh, Nancy, I I forgot to maybe just uh, go over the time for the event as well. For sure. We are opening doors at 9 a.m. for you to enter and get registered. And then the actual event starts at 10 and it goes all the way till 5. And then at the end of the night, we're actually going to have a cocktail hour as well. Oh, have to have those cocktail hours. So important. (laughs) And, and, And it is I know a, a great time for networking. I know that the the speakers, you learn so much too. But it's that chance, right, to connect as well. Yeah, totally. That's what the beauty is about is sharing the tables as well with others. That's where it's really, really incredible. Is that um, with the very first event, um, each of our guests had the opportunity to. Um, really speak with the people at their tables and that's where that beauty really starts to and those relationships start to um, grow and it was it's been interesting even us going to events sherry and myself um, and having people come up to us and be like made to grow changed my life and you're like what like (laughs) i don't even remember meeting you there and this is so incredible that you're walking away with that and we just don't even know the impact that we're making Um, just by joining people together. And you never know who you're going to make that connection with at an event. So I feel that this is just such an opportunity to, it's not about networking corporately. It's about networking with your own personal passion. And then it brings together these super aligned people, which is just such a gift. Well, and Sherry too. Yeah, and one of the things, yeah, I'll just add on to that though. Sorry, Um, we have little delays here. one of the things like what Nancy had said, sometimes we don't get to meet everybody. So this year we're actually adding in uh, an exclusive magazine. It's a made to grow magazine. That is something that'll be a bit of a keepsake because not only will it have the information about the speakers and the itinerary for the day, but it'll also list everybody that's attending so that you can continue to network after the event, which I think is so valuable. This way you have kind of an opening, hey, I was at Made to Grow and didn't have a chance to connect with you, would love to talk. Um, Because for some people, it's a little hard to have that opening moment, right? And uh, so we are really excited about this. Oh, that is incredible. Um, I was just going to ask both of you now, how have you seen or have you seen a change in women, in them being as entrepreneurs, as business people, and then also, we all have to multitask, correct? You know, family <laughs> life and, and personal life. So, Sherry, have, have you seen a growth? And what does that look like? Yeah, I do. Like within our community, especially, I think, you know, we've been so focused on building the foundation of your business. Like sometimes you got to go back and look at the basics here. Okay. Like what was my purpose in this really getting to connect to that? Why? Um, So we do a lot with that. Also discovering your strengths. So I feel like our our community is going into 2022 really strong in their foundation because of all the work we've been doing, because not only do we do this annual event, we do monthly meetups, we do workshops. So we have been just arming ourselves with tools to really knock out this year. <laughs> uh, yes, the women for sure, I think are, you know, like I mentioned in the very beginning, I think more and more women now 
are switching over to that entrepreneurial world and following their passions. And that excites me. I think everybody should live a passion filled life. So no doubt. Nancy. Oh, I have so many things to say about that. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm the mother of a 10 year old son and it's been a fabulously uh, interesting journey <laughs> these last two years. Um, just, you know, making sure that you're balancing all of the world. You've got to be a mother. You've got to be the owner of your business. You're the CEO. You are payroll. You are everything. You are social media. you got to show up like like you've had a full night's sleep. Meanwhile, I've been sleeping on the floor with my kid, right? Like it, <laughs> it's, uh, it's an interesting time and somewhere in there you have to remember to be a wife and a partner as well, right? So it's definitely an interesting journey. And what I find fascinating is in that, when we're overtired, when we're overstretched, um, imposter syndrome becomes so prevalent. And what I found about this community is you show up and you show up as you are. Mm -hmm. And when we show up as we are and we're able to say, whoa, I'm totally overwhelmed. I don't know what I was thinking that I thought that I could do this. Um, we have a community that comes together and is able to say, hey, we've all been there. Every single one of us has wanted to throw in the towel. Like we do that on a regular basis. Like who here has wanted to throw in the towel? There's not one person that hasn't. And it's just remarkable because we can come together and we can regain perspective that you can't necessarily do by yourself, especially when you're wearing all of the hats. And you have the support of people that get it. Yeah. And there's, there's, no, there's no corporate environment that's going to allow you that type of support. And we're so lucky that we've come together to be able to grow in that. And I feel like when we've got this community, you just save so much time because you're not busy thinking, I can't do this. We're too busy, like catapulting forward and actually focusing on what we can do. Oh. So it's, it's amazing that way, I feel. Well, our conversation is going to continue because Nancy and Sherry, you did reference earlier that it not only is the networking and, you know, coming together of like-minded people, but also hearing the passion stories. And I want to learn more from both of you, your passion story on how you got to where you are today. So thank you so much. But everybody out there, Made to Grow Conference, March 7th at the Manitoba Club. You can go to their Instagram page at made to grow project or go to the website madetogrow.ca. Don't go away. I have a sit down conversation with Tamara Grace. She's an incredible musician. And after that, we'll be back with Nancy and Sherry. This is Hugh at Home. Well, we want to give a big hello to Tamara Grace in Montreal. and. Uh, Obviously, you don't have all the snow that we have in Winnipeg, but uh, again, it's winter and hey, getting closer to the end of the year. So for you tomorrow, 2021, what kind of year has it been for you? It has definitely been very interesting. Um, I've been doing a lot of work, a lot that a lot more than I initially thought that I would. I've been working with a lot of producers. I've been doing a lot of music at home. So it's been very interesting and it's been a blessing in disguise, really. And you're no stranger to music, so let's talk about you growing up as a young girl and, you know, getting interested in writing songs. Yeah, so I started writing music actually when I was about eight years old. It kind of started off as writing in a diary, talking about my feelings when I didn't really have any much friends or family to talk to about these feelings. 
especially since they were pretty dark and something that I wasn't sure would be a comfortable subject for everyone else. So I initially wrote them all in my diary and given my musical instinct, they instantly became music lyrics. So I would put some, you know, some tunes into those lyrics. And the first serious song that I can think of that I wrote was when I was 11. Serious, but I wrote a song called Rainbow, which I talked about every single color minus indigo with pink, gray, brown, white, black. And even till this day, we even play the song over and over, which is pretty weird. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I've been co-writing. I've been doing a lot of that since then. I've been working with a lot of producers since then, and yeah. Well, you know what? Um, it's really, I guess, uh, courageous, right, to bear your soul in a song. And I guess maybe some of uh, you share some of your life or lived experience, you know, exposing your feelings. And I can't imagine at eight years old having such incredible emotions and writing songs that you said were were dark and unable to speak to anybody. Now, as a young adult, has that changed? It's pretty much the same, actually. There are a lot of things that I still don't really talk about that I would write in some music, in some of my music. And sometimes when, you know, sometimes it's, it's different because talking about something with somebody versus writing about it is completely different for me. I feel a lot more comfortable writing a song about something really dark than to have someone sit down next to me and talk about it actually. So yeah, it's, it's always been different, but sometimes when I have my parents come down who are my first critics whenever I write, I would sit them down beside me and I would write something and then they would look at me and say, is, is that something you went through or is this a little fiction? I would say, well, it's something I went through and then we would, it would kind of bring the conversation. And yeah, it's always been you know, the same since I was a little girl. So are they surprised as parents when you say, yes, that's a lived experience? Yeah, pretty much, yeah, because I've always been super quiet. I don't really say much about how school was, how work was. So, you know, they're not really surprised that I would write in my music because, you know, given that I don't talk to them. So whenever I would sit them down and tell them, okay, I'm, I'm going to tell you a song that I wrote, sing it for you, and then they hear the subject, it's been an ongoing routine so they're not really surprised at this point well and i guess a more healthier and a closer relationship then for both you and your parents and for everybody out there we all know about mental health and wellness and how much mental health is so much uh in the forefront and so important and just sharing right now in these brief minutes what you've done for songwriting or what songwriting has done for you i mean what a great message for maybe other young women, you know, like yourself, that are introverts and don't talk much <laughs> and keep everything inside, you know, maybe find that courage to even write about it is amazing. I want to now congratulate you on your new single, Bad Girl. It's totally bad, but, <laughs> but in a great way. Um, but let's talk about the story behind it because it does resonate with a lot of struggles that young women are going through and young people all over, correct? Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, so basically the song talks about how you want to be loved for who you are on the inside rather than who you are on the outside. And it also talks about also being taken advantage of, not being taken seriously. And in this song, I 
kind of took two sides. So I took sides of what I went through in relationships with partners and versus what I've went through with friendships. So I kind of put the two together because they were kind of similar experiences. And yeah, that's what I did with the song. Yep. I'm glad you really like it. Yes, no. And uh, even the creation of the music, your dad had a little input into that. So <laughs> the story goes. Yes. So basically the first initial you know, version of how it went down was actually on the piano, a very keyboardy, sad song. But usually when I write music, I always have this certain connection with it that would kind of give me a green light to keep going. But with this one, when I first wrote it entirely, I didn't really have that connection. So when I went back on it and redid it, I said, okay, I'm going to, you know, listen to it again and see what's missing. Kind of like when you're making a meal and you think there's a little bit of salt missing or something like that. So I went on my keyboard, went on every instrument on there, and then this guitar that you know, kind of sound like a Wild Wild West kind of thing, really kind of clicked with it. It was kind of like a match made from heaven. So when it went from there, I just kind of fixed it up, changed the lyrics a little bit, then showed my parents. First, it was my dad. And when I first showed it to him, he was completely shocked because, you know, given that they were really used to hearing a lot of sad songs, they were pretty surprised that it was more of an upbeat kind of feel. So when he heard the song, he kind of added this sort of foot stomping kind of feel, which kind of isn't on the song. So he really had to play in that, regarding that. <laughs> so it is a family affair after all. And, um, and I guess you do come from a musical family, is that right? Yeah, so I have um, a really, really, really musical family. I have a lot of family members who sing, who dance, who do, you know, arts, a lot of the creative aspects in the industry. And I have uh, two uncles who are pretty much in rock bands and karaoke was such a thing. It was practically every night, every weekend, every occasion. It was always there. They would always make me sing, which kind of, you know, got me into the feel of performing. And yeah, so they really influenced me. I had a lot of, you know, my parents and my grandmother, my uncles and aunts, they all had different tastes in music. Mm -hmm. I would say that mom was really into the Spice Girls, Black Eyed Peas, ABBA. Then my dad was into Michael Bublé, Lionel Richie, the Bee Gees. Then my two uncles, one was such a rocker and the other one was a metalhead. So it was the best of both worlds. It was the best duo. And then my grandmother was into all those powerhouses. So Whitney Houston, Céline Dion. So I, growing up with all of that, it kind of gave me the perspective that you know, there's a lot of types of music out there. And to write music, you can write it in so many different styles and so many different ways. So they really influenced me. Oh, my goodness. Well, you do have a lot of, uh, I guess, people to inspire you. And let's talk about you, yourself, Tamara, personally, your, you know, your growth and your realization, too, about your own personal health and personal well-being. Yeah, so... Um, when I was uh, like when I was in elementary school, that was when I was bullied and it kind of grew into anxiety and depression. And I remember just, you know, having my notebook and pen just be my best friend. And I would write every single thing on there, not really talk to people about it, just stay in my bedroom, keep it all to myself. But, you know, eventually as I grew up, you know, I started to slowly realize that I wasn't alone and 
there are some people that I, you know, kept in touch with that I would talk about things with who also went through similar stories. So, yeah, I think that, you know, given the horrible start, <laughs> things happen and it's really a blessing. Oh, it certainly is. And for 2022, what's in store for tomorrow, Grace? Oh, 2022, there's a lot planned. Um, I've been working with new producers and new people who I'm super honored to be working with since September. And we've been working on so many different songs, so many different styles, going branching on a different sound. And I'm super excited to be releasing those in next year in 2022. Um, also, there have been a lot of collaborations that have been in the, in the works and in the talks. So I'm really excited to be collaborating a lot more next year, which is something I haven't really been doing in the past couple of years mm -hmm. and hopefully gigging can be something that I can do. <laughs> I remember, I don't, I think I, the last time I performed was actually two years ago. So oh. it, performing in front of people face to face is something I really want to do. And hopefully I can do that next year. Oh, for sure. Most definitely. We've already started here in Winnipeg. So just come on over to Winnipeg. You can have a show. <laughs> All right. So you are going to play us out with a song. So I'll let you introduce the song and it's been a pleasure and an honor meeting you tomorrow, and all the best for 2022. I'm sure we're going to hear a lot from you. <laughs> Thank you so much. So this is Bad Girl. It is the first song, uh, first upbeat song that I've ever written, actually. It's pretty weird, but yeah, given the circumstances. And yeah, so this is Bad Girl. <laughs> Someone's a gavel. 
Welcome back to Heal at Home and welcome back Nancy and Sherry. Uh, in the beginning we were all talking about Made to Grow, your passion project. But now for this conversation I want to know more about your personal journey and the passion that both of you have for your businesses and you know, maybe share some challenges and some successes too as well. So let's start with you Sherry. Wow. Um, okay. Yes. I am all about living a passion filled life. So when, and things changed for me, I think it was probably about 13 years ago when I, I had a rare tumor and I started just looking at how um, I was living my life and what could I do to get control back over that. And so I started looking at first what I was putting on my body, then it kind of expanded into um, what I was using around my, you know, in my home, around my body, I like to say it. And then, you know, what you're even putting in your body. So as I started discovering more and more, it's like anything, you want to tell people about it, about what you're learning. And it just kind of snowballed. And did I know this is where it was going to lead? Absolutely not. But after people encouraging me to do something with all of this stuff that I'm learning, um, I decided to set up at the Forks and talked with them. They had wanted to put a green store in at the time. And uh, so after many conversations, we set up a little kiosk there with some floor space. And I was there for five years and it was fantastic. Um, the response was just amazing there. Uh, but after five years, my lease was up and uh, I needed to have a bigger space because I was growing now. And uh, so started looking around and ended up in the exchange district and love that area. 
and uh, we renovated the entire space I and decided to put in a cafe because again now we're adding in that component of what you're putting in your body and we want it to be a little bit different um, by adding a lot of wellness into um, our beverages we're not just about the coffee we're about amping it up so that was kind of exciting but definitely a challenge I'd never even worked in a cafe I never even worked in retail for that matter um, but I believe if you're passionate about something you can do anything you can learn it you'll find the answers and though I have a whole one step ahead rule you know like you know one little bit more than somebody else and that somebody else is your customer so you're going to keep evolving and keep growing so you just start wherever you can start but it like I said if it's filled with passion then that's the best start um, and so yeah it's been uh, now we're going into our 10th year um, and uh, I still love what I do I I know it was what I was meant to do I am to be of service I love to help people however I can in their wellness journeys and uh, I know it's overwhelming so it's like let me get you started let's get the ball going and I like to say it's those three snowballs that you're going to start building of what you're putting in on and around your body. So let's start somewhere. It doesn't have to be a huge change all at once. Um, but it's uh, it's definitely been amazing as far as the connections I've made and the people that I have met. Uh, my customers I've had for nine, over nine years now, um, a lot of them. And, uh, you know, to see them even in their growth, in their journeys is just so uh, heartwarming. And then, you know, moving into, uh, you know, the whole sustainability part of things is why I started looking local. Also for, it was easier for me to learn too, by actually having a direct communication line. So I started um, looking locally for products. Um, and now I have over a hundred local products uh, makers in my store. And uh, it just, I love launching people. So if you've got a new product and you've been working a little bit at trying to get uh, yourself known, I love to give you a platform to start now in retail. And uh, I love seeing that happen. I love seeing, again, people's dreams come to life. Oh, wow. Well, what, I'm going to come back to you now or soon after. Nancy, share your story. Oh, that's, uh, so I have been actually a makeup artist for 22 years. I started at MAC Cosmetics um, for, for 10 of those, uh, those years and uh, actually um, had discovered at one point that it, it was when I had my son, I was, became mindful of what I was putting onto my skin. So for years, I actually struggled with acne, which is how I, I got into um, makeup to begin with. And I just realized over time that there were ingredients that perhaps I was a little bit more sensitive to than mainstream. Um, so what I've realized um, since is uh, I've become a clean beauty expert um, since. Um, I've learned to completely um, <laughs> change my skin and, and realize that it really starts from the inside and it genuinely, um, every single thing that you put on top of your skin makes a difference as well and really when you stop trying to hide what's on your face and you actually have beautiful skin to begin with you're not trying to like conceal everything so um, makeup for me has really become about enhancing who you are and your own natural beautiful features instead of actually recreating your entire face yes absolutely makeup is 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 such an outlet and can be so incredibly amazing for people um, and the beauty of the art of being able to recreate somebody's face or even do it to yourself is just so phenomenal. 
Um, but I genuinely am all about connecting with my clients and having them look in the mirror and just seeing different perspective of who they are. And it's not about the makeup. I have learned that over the years, that it's genuinely about that personal connection. And when somebody's feeling really, you know, uncomfortable, or mm-hmm. it may that be a skin issue, or may that be a feature that they're they're just trying to hide, when you're able to really like transform someone's own personal vision of themselves, that's where the magic is. And so that's really what I've started to specialize in. Um, and so some of those challenges with, uh, with COVID and, uh, and being shut down for 15 months, um, you know, it was funny, just two days ago, I said it was 10 months, but I was going through some paperwork and it was actually 15 months that personal services were closed. And it would have been so easy to lose my business, but I just, by the grace of God, had this opportunity to then teach virtually. And so um, having the opportunity to teach And yeah, we were just chatting earlier about people have the opportunity to go on YouTube and see any type of makeup um, application and how to do it and step by step. But what's missed in these YouTube videos is how to how to change that according to your own personal features, how like, you know, a a full coverage foundation doesn't necessarily work for every skin type and it can actually look awful on the wrong skin type. And those types of things are, are things that you don't learn watching a YouTube video. So just being able to customize these makeup lessons has really been magic. And now that we're going back to sort of staying at home a little bit more, I've noticed that that's starting to pick up again. And here I am teaching all over again. And uh, it's something that I'm super passionate about, but really ultimately it's about bringing out women's self-confidence and just that little extra, just learning how to you know, create shape or perfect skin can just be so magical for women. And I I just feel that that is such a powerful, powerful thing that I've been gifted to be able to teach. So yeah, it's been quite a journey. Oh my goodness. And I I think that's why you and Sherry uh, work together so well because you have a common passion of just trying to do the best for everyone and making them feel that one step better. For you, Sherry, uh, I'll steal a word from you. How have you pirouetted in all of this... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, and your business too is, is very in-person. People want to come and talk to you and try um, the products. And um, what, has, what have you learned through all of this? Um, that you constantly have to keep reinventing yourself. You cannot get comfortable. Um, you know, I think having conversations with my customers about what they were needing, uh, trying to make people feel safe. So whether it was, um, I'm lucky to have a vestibule. So I was able to do no contact pickup. So we'll run it out to your car, we'll deliver for you, whatever we can do. Now I'm adding in virtual shopping. So if you want to just get me on the on the horn there, and we can kind of show you around and pick some products for you explain a little bit more. I'll do whatever it takes, you know, for people to get what they need. And I think also, like Nancy said, too, going a little bit virtual, you know, we're starting to do more workshops again. Uh, We did uh, a couple of them we squeezed in, but I think doing more virtual workshops, we've become a very accustomed now to this format. So I think it's one that we can continue if people like the the convenience, they Mm -hmm. like, the uh, you know, the the instant kind of 
uh, answers they can get this way. Um, and then, yeah, I'm, I'm moving into uh, more blogging, again, solution focused. Um, that is definitely what my customers want to hear about. Um, and uh, yeah, and I'll just keep on doing whatever it means, changing menu in the cafe, if it means adding in some new products that I think people are going to be needing. We definitely look at basics right now. Um, people are being very cautious, of course, because it's so unpredictable. So that's definitely our focus. Um, yeah, but you just got to keep on uh, reinventing things. If you don't have a website, you have to have one <laughs> because if my store closes, at least people can shop on our online store. Um, so that was a big one for me too because I didn't have everything because we have so many products, but it's definitely been how we've spent the last year is loading that website up. So when the doors are closed, I'm still open. Oh, wow. So there's so many things now to think about. Nancy, through all your journey, words of wisdom for oh. maybe another young young woman out there that wants to follow her passion. <laughs> you can do it. Um, <laughs> no, genuinely um, surround yourself with people that believe in you because you will have a lot of people, your family and your friends are not necessarily going to be your support network and finding mentorship is gonna be the thing that will make or break you. I, I promise you, you can, you can do it. You have to be tenacious and you have to have the confidence in believing that you're gonna be able to do it because once that imposter syndrome gets in there and, and takes you down, there, there's no surviving that. And once you master that and you really do, and genuinely, like I, I know because we've been through this journey, Sherry and I, we know that imposter syndrome is real and we know at any moment we can fail. Absolutely. But when failure is not an option and you genuinely surround yourself with, with mentors and people that have, that have survived, that have um, built businesses and that you actually respect, truly that is where the magic is. I know I keep saying that, but it, it really is. And remember that your biggest mentor can also be what you think is your competition. So be open-minded. Don't, don't think that just because somebody's doing what you're doing or what you hope to do, that they are definitely, they are instantly the competition. We need to reframe that and we need to come together as women and really start to support one another. I'm not going to be the only makeup artist. It's impossible. And isn't it beautiful when you can have relationships with other makeup artists that you actually respect and, and you watch their journey and you can just be inspired by it and remember that that there is room for so many of us. It's not just for one of us. Yeah. Woo. Well, that's true words of wisdom. Uh, <laughs> Sherry's nodding her head. I'm nodding up and down. Uh, <laughs> I was having a conversation not too long ago about the inhumanity of women against women. At sometimes women, although we're saying that we're all in this together and, you know, we should support each other, more often than not, we don't. And I think one of the reasons is clearly what you just said, Nancy, is that jealousy, competition, clouds, what really is in front of us. And Sherry, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm sure in, in all the years of business you've been in too, you know who the genuine people are, right? Absolutely. You know, like what Nancy just said, we're all about collaboration over competition. If you are so worried about what everybody else is doing well then you're not focused on your business mm -hmm. the only thing that's going to differentiate you from somebody else is you so 
tap into your authentic self as best as you possibly can, because that's what's going to shine through. And that's what's going to attract people. You're your own glass ceiling here, right? So dream big and keep stay in your lane, we like to say. Stay in your lane. Mm -hmm. Keep your focus. But collaborate where you can and find those connections that I have many people in the same industry as me that I refer to, that we can talk about the same problems. Really, we don't have to be competing. She offers something different than I do and vice versa. So be you as best as you possibly can. So the more that you are building, working on your foundation, you, you, you are the foundation of your business. The more you do that, the more success you're going to have. You can't go wrong that way, ever. (laughs) And what we often say is literally mind your business. So like (laughs) mind your business. And what that means is, is really stay focused and, and really, (laughs) I say this with love, but mind your own business. Don't worry about what is happening out there. Like really do focus on what you're doing. And what we found with this community as well is because we are so aligned and we're, we're giving off a certain type of energy, the type of community that's come in um, is not about competition. You can literally see each and every community member out there supporting each other on, on social media. And I'm telling you, their friends and family don't do it in the same way as another entrepreneur that gets what you're going through. They're going to totally be there to like praise your success. And that's, that's something that's so in, like incredibly interesting about coming together with this community is the, the true and unabashed just support of each other. And that I feel here is just the most unique thing that we've had come out of it. And really what our dream was from the very beginning. So mind your own business, truly, but with love, right? Like really, yes. really do focus on your own. Oh, maybe we should change made to grow to mind your own business. <laughs> mind your own business. <laughs> yeah, I like um, the internet. <laughs> you know, it's been such a pleasure to meet finally you, Nancy and Sherry. Uh, so excited about made to grow project too as well. Once again, the conference is on thir- on March 7th, 2022 at the Manitoba Club. Go to the website madetogrow.ca or follow them on Instagram. That's the best at Made to Grow Project. So once again, happy new year to both of you and may 2022 be the best year yet. So the Hive is a climbing and fitness facility. So we're bouldering only, which means no ropes or harnesses. We use mats for protection. But the four pillars of our business are climbing, education, health and wellness and community and those aspects all kind of come together to create like a five-star climbing experience. We want to give a very special thank you to all of our guests on today's show and leave you with this question. If you had a chance to start up your own business, what would it be? We want to know, so send us an email to hello at ilikehugh.com or you can message us on Facebook and Instagram at I Like You. But for now, stay safe and healthy, and we'll see you next time on Hue at Home. Thanks for listening. This has been a production of ilikehugh.com, podcast distribution from the Sound Off Media Company. I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. 
And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. And listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.